1: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630-10. 135 at Edmonton. Uh, we were discussing two topics on the Ashley 5 floors text line. Which goaltenders would you go get if you could? And we've taken Flurry out of the mix. And uh, what area of the organization do you have the greatest amount of confidence in? This tech out of Saskatchewan says, Keith Kretzky has turned around our development system and gets no recognition. Uh, that's not a guy we mention a lot uh, out there, and there's no question there's some good things happening on the development side with Jay Woodcroft and uh, Dave Manson down in the minors and some progression that's occurring with defensemen and that sort of thing. And Keith has basically been in Bakersfield all season long. Um and yeah, we've had about six people text about Carter Hart out of Philadelphia. <laughs> well, the acquisition cost would be significant to get Carter Hart. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show a six-time Stanley Cup champion and Hall of Famer. He is going to participate in today's alumni game between the uh, Oilers and Habs alumni out at Seekers. Acres Jack Michaels, myself and Tony Barr will have the call at edmontonoilers.com. The charity is Alberta Lung and Northwest Territories with the Harkey Hunt Family Trust involved. We welcome back Glenn Anderson. Hi Glenn, it's Bob. How you doing? Bob, long time no talk. Looking forward to it tonight, that's for he, sure.
1: He, what goals are, are the Oilers getting? What
0: did you guys decide on? Well, no, the, well, we took Fleury out of the mix because there's reports that he's honed in on Colorado. A lot of people think that the Abs are going to have to flip um, uh, Darcy Camper. Uh, the word is Colorado wants the same thing back that they gave up to camp, with to get Camper, which is a first and a D prospect. I, I can't see that happening. And Carter Hart, who's from Sherwood Park. Yeah, many people think he's been Philadelphia's best player this year. He's one of the best young goaltenders in the league. That's who the fans want the Oilers to go get. What would you think of that? Why not?
1: Why not one of the Ranger goalies? They got a few out there that uh, they
0: can spare. You, well, uh, what do you think of Georgiev? Love him. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he's good. He's going to be available this summer because Shosturkin's their guy long term. They're not trading Shosturkin. He's a stud. He's 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 yeah, great. He played unreal in the K KHL, but uh, like
1: he, um, I mean, still like he, it, like he got hurt a couple of times though too. So yeah, you got to stay healthy. That's key. And um, in, in today's game, you definitely need two
0: goaltenders, especially in the West, right? With the travel. Like that's yeah. that's that's another part of it. I mean, you guys got Ben. You got an advantage tonight because you got a 35-year-old goalie. The Canadians are going with Richard Semenye, who's 64. Uh, so you got the you got the younger goaltender. Are you looking forward to to having uh, to be a part of this tonight, Clint? Uh,
1: well, got at least someone my age. That I'm, <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> I'm, I'm fit right into that 64 category, I tell you that. I want to, hey, uh, listen, Bob, I want to know. Okay, so after doing um, like an Euler game, I don't know how uh, Louie and uh, Jack Michaels are going to be able to do a alumni game. Uh, with a couple of sixty-year-olds out there, so I, I thought about it for a little bit, and I'm going, okay. My definition, and for the kids out there that don't know what a vinyl record is, um, us older guys grew up with 45s, and um, so when you put on a 45 album, you guys will do it, be doing the announcing like it's at a 33 speed rather than a 45 speed, and then when you put Connor McDavid out there, you're at 78.
0: There you go. Uh, that's a great way to encapsulate it. Yeah, Louis is playing tonight. He's gonna to be on your line. You didn't know that? They wanted to make sure you had a no, little bit of muscle, I, uh, muscle no, out there. I have no-
1: The first I'm hearing about the guys that are out there are from you right now. And I didn't know that there was another guy that was over 60 playing in the game. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, uh, I'll tell you who's on your team. So we're joined by Glenn Anderson, who uh, finished with 498 career goals, played 845 of his 1,129 games in the NHL, and has still the greatest stat line of all time. The only player in NHL history, top 10 in the following Uh, in, uh, top 10 in playoff goals, playoff points, playoff plus minus, game winning goals, penalty minutes, and shooting percentage. That's, uh, you gotta be really good to do that, Andy. So you pulled that off. Uh, so your teammates include. Kyle Brodziak, he's 37, George LaRock at 45, Louie at 50, Corson at 55, you got Fernando at uh, 45, Jason Strudwick at 46, Sean Brown, 45, Scrivens is 35, and you got a couple of ringers, um Ken and Kelly, along with singer Gord Banford. So that's who's on your team. Here's the Canadians team for tonight's alumni game, Glenn. They got Sean Bell at 37. He's going to tough. He's going to be tough for you to beat. He can really skate. Uh, they got Mike Weaver. At, he's a former Oiler. He might get traded during the game. He might play on both teams. Sean Bell. I don't know. <laughs> they got they got Mike Keane. They got the other guy that's up there in your age is Lucien Deblois. And Norman, uh, Norm DuPont, remember those guys with the Jets back in the day? Yeah, well,
1: I played with uh, Lucien in, um, in Toronto. What a fantastic individual, human, fantastic man. Loved him, loved being his teammate. It's all about the team with him, and I really learned a lot from him, so it was great.
0: Couple of your younger guys are Oleg Petrov, he's fifty, and uh Jesse Belanger who had a cup of coffee, he's fifty two. So there you go. There's there's a so you love doing this stuff? Like you how often are you skating by the way, Glenn?
1: Uh, Well, with what's going on, it's really difficult to be doing any of that. And especially if you're uh, living in temperatures above 80, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to find ice. So (laughs) um, very, very difficult. But uh, when I landed here the other day, um, oh, my God, I forgot but oh, I had a, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting into the car and it says minus 22. I went, what? <laughs> it was like, everything, it was unbelievable. But, um, Uh, it's always great to be back in Edmonton and always great to be playing in one of these outdoor games for a great cause for the lung. Um, And I'm reading up a little bit on it, and it's um, incredible that uh, they're putting the one and only facility together uh, for them and and
0: WT. I'm very proud
1: of. Any kind of
0: sponsorship with charities is great. Now, Mark, I think Mark Messier, was he not involved with Albert? Like, you guys all had uh, uh, various charities. Like, there's something that Slats uh, had you guys involved with when you were in town. And you stayed involved with your charity 30 you know, thirty years since you finished playing, right, Glenn? Well, I, I was
1: at the hospital at the Cross yesterday and uh, talking with the doctors and getting caught up on, um, on what the new things are and, and how far we've come and it's amazing the the first time that i stepped into um the cross was in 1980 with uh, dr jeff thomas took me over there and they they were injecting um you know like the mice and the rats with tumors and they had us on one side of the wall with these big huge lead jackets on right. and um putting this laser over top of the wall into the next room and and now when I walked into uh, the facility yesterday, they have this MRI machine that is absolutely phenomenal, that can pinpoint um, with great accuracy right to the minute of where uh, the targets that they have to hit and, uh, and uh, basically do the chemotherapy on them uh, immediately as soon as they take the pictures of them. The images are incredible.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how far it's gone. I know you love doing this stuff. We saw you, uh, this summer as well. And, uh, and then again in November, uh, or, yeah, early November when the Oilers played that electrifying game against the Rangers 6-5. Uh, what do you think of McDavid's goal in that game to win it or to tie the game up? Well, oh, my
1: God. It, well, the, the, <laughs> it, it's shocking that 97 can perform the way he does at those levels. And it's just a shock to watch every uh, game because you've got to keep an eye on him because you don't know what, when it's going to happen. And if you miss it, if you blink, you're going to miss um, a spectacular move, spectacular play. He's um, it, just uh, a class above everybody else and the best player on the planet by far.
0: All right, Glenn, I'm going to put you on the spot here, as I often do. If you took Connor McDavid today with all of his. I think he's the most. And I, look, you know what I think of Wayne. I mean, you know, you'll never meet a better guy than Wayne Gretzky. But if you took Connor McDavid today, the most advanced player with that high speed skill, and you put him back in your time, how would he have done? Well, uh... Okay, do you want to want to put the rules in there too? Yes, yeah, so you got to put the rules in there because you have to play through the, the hacking and the whacking and guys cheap shot you and know, all that kind of stuff. Go for it. Um, it, it's like you well, uh,
1: the the true character of an individual comes through in that, and um, you know, I'm sure he would have been protected, but uh, the, the they have gaps in their equipment. And if you were allowed to hook, hold, slash the way um, some of our guys used to, especially in some of those intense games, um, especially in the rivalry against Calgary, I mean, you're lucky to come out of there alive. Uh, it was, I don't know the character of Connor. I just know that um, his will to win is absolutely incredible, and he'll find a way to um, to survive in those critical uh, situations when he's getting pounded. And Gretz, Gretz did exactly the same thing. I mean, he found a way to get around that. And and the, the one thing that when Gretz got traded, um, and I didn't know, when you play with somebody, you you realize how good he is when you practice with them, and you see them in and out, game in and game out, of practice, and, and how hard they work at the game. And that's why they are the greatest players in the game. The uh, but when you play against him, I didn't realize how hard it was to hit Grants. I tried to hit him a million times, and I couldn't touch him. So if connor has got that capability where he can, you know, see a check coming and then avoid it, then, um, yeah, I'd put him right up there in that category in our era. But, I mean, two of the greatest players on the planet, and tough to compare in the two different eras.
0: Right, I, I think that's fair. The one thing I thoroughly admired about you is you, uh, and it's something that yeah. And I'm not comparing Yamamoto to you because he's you know he's got to score about another 470 goals in his career to get there. But uh, stick tough, like you knew how to like. Don't get me wrong, you you know if you had to square off, you'd. But you knew how to protect yourself because that's how the game was played back then. And there was an incident the other night against Washington where uh, Connor ran into Hathaway and Hathaway drilled him and Yamamoto followed halfway up the ice and cross-checked him as hard as he could in the back twice. I thought, good for you, kid. I mean, that's one way of delivering a message. Now, 30 years ago, you would have had to have fought right away in that situation. But you were never a guy that shied away from that, and if you had to deliver an elbow or skate through a guy or drive the net hard or clip a guy in a follow-through, that was part of protecting yourself back then, wasn't it, Glenn?
1: Well, within the rules... There's rules and regulations. I, you know, I got in front of the committee regularly um, for some of the stunts that were pulled, but, um, (laughs) you know, and got suspended. But the uh, the circumstantial uh, evidence was always created because of the, when they went to the video replay and slowed everything down, you had to come up, you know, okay, this is what was going through my mind at the time. But with our hockey club and, through the '80s, and uh, to be on any championship team, you're there are no loose links, and you're all on the same page. So if one guy hit, you know, Willie Lindstrom or uh, Mark Napier or Yari Curry or you know an F. Tikkanen, he had to deal with all 20 guys on the ice that were playing. There is no question about it that, and we knew mentally that. The other teams had to get through all of us to defeat us. And we were that's how tight we were as a group. We supported each other with everything that we had in our bodies.
0: Yeah, love that about you. You know what else? People never, Glenn, uh, the, one thing, we talk about the greatest lines in Oilers history. You played a lot with uh, Mark Messier, you, you know, brilliant run in 88, 1990 with Craig Simpson. But in the mid-80s, when Glenn loaded you up with Yerry and Wayne, That's when the highest scoring games in Oilers history took place. You ever wonder what would have happened if they would have just, I mean, the night you guys pumped 12 in Chicago, I think you guys combined for 10 goals in that game. You ever wonder what would have happened if they would have just played you together for even half a season? Well...
1: Did any of those guys, did Yari or uh, Gretz or I ever get over their red line on the defensive end of the, of the shift, or, or was it all offense with
0: us? The score of the games were 12-9. I think we know the answer. You're not playing any defense tonight, are you?
1: I don't even, I don't know that word. I don't know what that is. It's just like, I Uh, I heard there's no lines. There's no, uh, there's no blue line, no red line and no uh, goal line. So uh, I I don't know what, uh, what uh, Shaker Acres has got out there, but uh, we'll find out shortly.
0: Well, you got to set George LaRock up for one because he says he's jumping into the corner boards. If he does that, hopefully he doesn't go through the glass. There's glass? I think there's glass. I don't know. I haven't been out there for a while. I I thought it was was chicken wire. (laughs) Well, uh, you might go through the chicken wire into a snowbank. Glenn, thank you for doing this. It's great you're still involved in the charities and checking in on the cross and stuff, and it'll be a big night tonight for Alberta Lungs, so we're looking forward to it.
1: Bob, always a pleasure, and thank you for having me on.
0: That is Hall of Famer Glenn Anderson. It is 151 in Edmonton, and uh, we are uh, going to take care of a little bit of business. We'll tell you that Glenn Anderson is our Oilers now headliner. He was brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. See, that's what I love it. I love it when the, the liner says, it just might be. In other words, they're having a bit of fun with themselves there. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over fifty plus years. Fifteen Edmonton and area locations, now up to three in Calgary. Go online at RoyalPizza.ca. They got a spot in Red Deer as well. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation. I went down the Reed Wilkins path last night. I had the meat lovers. But I also love the Mediterranean chicken. Uh we are gonna head off to This Day in Oiler's History for New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers roadie. We're flying to Nashville in April. Direct flight, Flair Airlines, Oilers and the Preds, four nights in the hotel, 1750 bucks. Visit Travel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, 1983, Wayne Gretzky
1: scores his 45th goal of the season, setting a team record uh, for most assists in one period along the way with four, all of which came in the first period of the game. The Oilers ended up beating the Canadians 7-3 to at Northland's Coliseum. Andy Moog stopped 40 40- eight of 51 shots for the Habs.
0: Don't think Richard sevenier was in goal at night. This day in order's history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, an April roadie to Nashville. Direct flight, Flair Airlines, $1,750. bucks. 4 nights in the hotel. Uh, check out newwesttravel.com for more information. Brendan, were we able to gather the audio today from Connor McDavid? Do we have time to jump to that right now? uh not actively no it's okay okay well you know what don't worry about it um again you can text us at 780-496-0063 such are the uh, realities of the uh uh modern world when you're in two different locations bob glenn anderson is my favorite oilers a players, uh player always went to war. They all did. Something missing in today's team. Uh, Trucker Dave says great to hear from Glenn Anderson. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Haji <laughs> wanted me to ask uh, which of his playoff goals he felt was the biggest and would he play an alumni against, game against the Flyers if Hexall was a net? Well, of course he would. He'd have no problem. Uh, another texter says, I really miss Glenn Anderson driving towards the net through two defensemen on one leg controlling the puck and one and, and scoring. Well, he could do that. Again, uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Keep bringing it. Uh, we had a lot of fun on today's show, a lot of different perspectives. Uh, we will tell you that uh, no games this weekend. Other than the alumni game, 5 o'clock pop drop on EdmontonOilers.com. Reed Wilkins will have tonight's Connor McDavid audio for you. We'll get that from the NHL. Actually, it's Dave Campbell. Reed's got the night off. Uh, besides a little bit of Connor McDavid, what else has Dave C- uh, Campbell got uh, going with tonight, Brendan?
1: Uh, Sports Nets Gene Principe, Edmonton Elks receiver Manny Arsenault, and former Double E and Cincinnati Bengals defensive and two time Great Cup champion uh, Rashad Janty
0: We'll have an update from the farm on Monday. John Shannon, our NHL insider, will join us and one other special guest that we're currently working on that we don't want to jinx. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell followed by Rob Brekeners from 2 to 3. Then the 6.30 chat afternoons of Jay and I. Have a fantastic Friday, everybody. Back at you on Monday. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on
1: Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.